Adam in the afternoon. Your day may be winding down or getting amped up. Whatever it is, Adam's got you covered from 3 to 7. Weekdays on Quixie 98.3. Quixie 98.3. You always hear about those people that find buried treasures. I'm going to call them quote-unquote buried treasures. But you know the treasures that you might find in a flea market or uh, swap meet or in this case, it was Goodwill. And it was more of a personal treasure, but two decades after making it, a Denver man found a painting that he made and sold when he was 14 years old in a Goodwill. Uh, Now, he painted it and and submitted it to an art contest, ended up selling it for $150. His mom was furious, but he actually had the opportunity to get it back. When I first saw it, we were, you know, like 100 feet away, so it was pretty blurry. And I see this painting, and I think, oh, that looks really familiar. And then he kind of stops and goes, we have to get out of line. And I think I painted that. I was 14, so 21 years ago. We were thinking of putting it up for auction online and donating the proceeds to breast cancer research. And of course, it's the provenance which makes paintings like that worth more money. And of course, he paid $20 for it in Goodwill, sold it for $150. Now he's going to try to raise money for breast breast cancer awareness. So Hey, I, I wish him all the best. I hope that he's able to raise a lot of money for a cause that he cares about. Adam in the afternoon on Quixie 98.3. This family, they wanted to hold a wedding, but COVID-19 restrictions actually kept the bride's family from being able to attend her wedding in the United States. So here's the catch. Her family is actually from Canada and the border's closed. So they couldn't have the wedding where they could get all the family together. So... She had her wedding on the Canadian border. Every month when we would watch and it would say, border is extended, border is extended, and our fingers, toes, everything was crossed in August, August 21st, and then they announced that it was closed. We knew we had to do something to have mom, dad, and nan here. To have them Them here here. to be part of it, and that everything to her and to me as well. To make this official and everlasting, yeah, it's emotional. I would not have missed it. Not for the world. And it was really cool. So her grandmother is 96 years old, and she was able to see the wedding because they were less than 10 feet away from the border. <laughs> if you're going to plan a wedding and you're going to go all out, that's the way to do it. Get family together. A wedding that defies borders. Adam in the afternoon. Nothing beats an absolutely delicious sandwich. As a matter of fact, the USDA describes a sandwich as a, quote, meat or poultry filled uh, filling between two slices of bread, a bun or a biscuit. So there are some things that maybe we should widen our minds to the definition of what a sandwich is. For example, taco. So taco, you've got a hard shell, but what if it's a soft shell taco? Or if it's soft, maybe it's a hot dog. So today's burning question I want to know, is a hot dog a sandwich? Is a hot dog a sandwich? I've already asked this over on our social media platforms. Christy says no, but it, uh, but she doesn't really know why. It is bread with filling. We did read the USDA's definition of what a sandwich is, so it should be, but it's not, according to Christy. However, Judy and John both agree that it is a sandwich. So, 
The debate goes on. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Adam in the afternoon on Quixie 98.3. Got another guy doing something good to turn a bad situation into a good one. Of course, we've got the ongoing school bus driver shortage. So a dad in Columbus, Ohio named Sean Rogers Jr. took matters into his own hands and started taking kids to school in a stretch limo. You know, everybody always want to say, uh, let's, let's help the community, let's stop this violence and all this type of stuff. Well, I feel like a big step of stopping the violence is part of getting kids to school instead of letting them skip school and go out here and, and get into trouble. A little girl almost made me cry yesterday because she cried because she missed almost a week, if I'm not mistaken, they said a week of school just due to transportation. And she cried because she was so happy to go to school. He's a blessing. It helped a lot of kids out. Absolutely, helping a lot of kids out and getting them to school in style. His dad owns a limousine service, and so he was borrowing one of the limousines. So get this, he took a total of 25 kids to school last Monday and 42 kids to school on Tuesday. Adam, in the afternoon. You know, calling 911 is only for emergencies. If you were stuck in traffic and you had to go to the bathroom really, really bad, what would you do? For me, I probably would just get out and go. But uh, this guy in Canada, he called 911. So police department in Canada released some 911 audio after a guy called because he was stuck in traffic and needed to use the restroom really, really bad. It's not clear if they charged him with a crime. But remember, 911 is for emergencies, not the body kind. 911, to police, Hello? fire, or ambulance. Yeah, I need an ambulance, please. You need the ambulance? No, I need uh, police. Well, then why did you say you need ambulance? I didn't say ambulance. I said I need police. Okay. You have the police. Yeah. Where is the emergency? Actually, the thing is that I have to pee, and these guys are not moving. You have to pee? Yeah. This is your emergency, that you have to pee? Yeah. And yeah. how are the police going to help you urinate? I have to pee, man. And but I'm not sure what you like me to do, that you have to urinate. I can't help you with that. I am disconnecting. Thanks. Bye. Like I said, 911 is for emergencies only, just not the bathroom kind. Adam in the afternoon. There is a restaurant in Fort Worth, Texas. It's called Taste Community, and this restaurant is completely donation-based. You pay whatever you can afford. So there are people who are struggling who can't afford a lot, and they can get a free meal. But others, they may decide to pay extra because they want to support the place. So this is a really cool idea. We want people to realize that they have a value to just being them. It's about providing them something that makes them feel special. No strings attached, no anything. Just come in and receive a blessing. If there's restaurants in heaven, this is how they operate. And they've been doing blessings since 2017 when they opened, but it's actually making news now because they just served their 100,000th meal, which is incredible. Wish them all the best, and I think it's really cool what they're doing. What a great idea. Adam in the afternoon on Quixie 98.3. Always excited about the new Marvel movies. Of course, Shang-Chi was very, very popular at the box office, and... Uh, Black Widow as well. Super excited about that. And we've got more Marvel movies coming down the pike. But did you know back in 1975, before he joined Saturday Night Live, Bill Murray was the voice of the Human Torch in the Fantastic Four radio drama that nobody remembers. That's right. Bill Murray was in, in a Marvel 
adaptation before Marvel was cool. He was the voice of the Human Torch in the Fantastic Four radio drama that aired back in 1975. Let's observe another scene at Swanson's Garage. <laughs> we got her purring like a lamb, Johnny boy. Good, that's the way it should be. There's only one thing I like better than working on cars. What's that? Hey, look. What's that in the sky? That's my cue. Flame on. Hey, Johnny, what's happening to you? Remember me saying there's only one thing I like better than working on cars? Well, this is it. The figure which just seconds before had been Johnny Storm is now the Human Torch, flying through the skies like a flaming meteor. Ah, I love those radio dramas. Also, there are rumors that he may be returning to the third Ant-Man movie. And uh, yeah, I'm definitely hoping for that. Maybe not as the Human Torch, but it'd be good to see a little bit more Bill Murray in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Adam in the afternoon. Remember all those signs that you saw all over the place? I still see them around occasionally. The ones that say, just be kind. Those are really great signs. They have a great message. But this kid, this kid took it to an all new level. A 10-year-old boy in Massachusetts is brightening up people's days every morning by holding up signs with positive messages on them to help commuters kick off their day the right way. To make people's day good, because it's in the morning, and then if you feel good at the morning, you'll probably feel good for the rest of the day. I think that's great advice. If you feel good in the morning, you're going to feel good the rest of the day. So start your day right and feel good. We are Quixie 98.3. Adam here. Join me for your afternoon drive weekdays on Quixie 98.3.